What's up, everybody? It's time for another Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with Maurizio Iacono of Cataclysm. Check it out. And the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast welcomes in Maurizio Iacono of Cataclysm. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm hanging in there. Thanks. Um, super excited to talk to you about the new Cataclysm album. 14 albums in like 28 years, something like that. 30 years almost. Uh, mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Uh, the consistency and uh, the you know how prolific you guys are in your careers. Thank you. Um, you know, when we decided that we we're going to make this a career, we, we meant it. And it was like one of those things where we, you know, we went, you know, uh, full ahead and, you know, warp speed pretty much. And it's just like started working hard. And uh, the consistency is the key. Right. So basically, we just continue to put music out, tour and nonstop. And the band has been uh, on solid ground because of it. You know, so we're happy to be here. You know, like it's, it's going to be almost 30 years now that uh, yeah, that we're that we're that we've been together as a band uh, that we exist and um that's also why the record's coming out and it's called unconquered nice i like the confidence um (laughs) it's 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 a crazy time in the world it's a crazy time to put a record out uh but i appreciate that new music is coming uh you know i know some bands on the label had to delay their release or chose to delay their release but i'm really glad you guys have not uh we'll see this in september and uh you know it's i'm sure uh, you know there were probably some discussions about you know what at at a certain point before you announce this what to do right because just this has never happened in the history of the business right absolutely and uh you know we we had this record uh done uh finished and polished and uh i would say it was like december last year so basically this record was done and then uh we sent it over to nuclear blast and uh flew to atlanta in february to um film the video for the kill shot uh single and then while we were at the airport having a couple beers we looked up at the screens and they were saying you know country's gonna get shut down everywhere and this is where we we got into that uh this is where we got into that position of uh of you know discussing with the record label what, what's going to happen i mean they were also in panic mode because you know nuclear blast never went through something like this none of us did right brand new to the situation and uh so basically they couldn't even manufacture cds so they were like we gotta we gotta postpone the record it was come out supposed to come out in july this year and then it got postponed originally to october and then when they heard the record they were like you know this is a very strong album and we don't we want to give it every chance possible to move as many units as possible and let's push it to 2021 and this is when we decided to step in and, and say no you know i think we want to release it this year and uh we need you know this is metal man we have a different t- tight-knit community it's not the same thing as everything else or whatever's out there i think music needs to come out right now it needs to come out in dark times it needs to come out when people need it the most especially in metal uh, and uh, my artistic side overcame my business side and it was more like you know let's put out record i don't care what it does the album let's just put it out now because cataclysm has this direct connection with fans socially as well with our lyrics with everything we do and we didn't want to to, you know come out when everything is you know beautiful and nice and back into normal you know it doesn't make sense to release you know music like this in that time and then when something like this is happening so basically we we uh we took the gamble we're taking a gamble right now nobody knows where where it's gonna go what's gonna happen but we um we think that it's the right move 
you know, it's it's the right thing to do. If you're going to be a rebel, you might as well be a real rebel and release a record now. <laughs> That's the way I see it. I love it, man. I love it. Um, and again, I'm I'm personally like music has been the only thing getting me through this time. So I'm really gr- grateful to have interviews to do and music to review and videos to watch. So I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm in the same boat. You know, it's like we're musicians and you're a writer. And in the end, we're we're in the same world. And for me, music is therapy. You know, like our last record before this one was called Meditations. It's not because I get you know on the floor and meditate in front of a TV. I I, I, I listen to music. You know, that's my healing. That's my therapy. And that's why it's important to release the record now, and especially with the title, because the title, you know, was meant around something and it's coming out. You know, I was like, this is the type of title that should come out now, you know, just so that we are encouraging people that, you know, this is not going to take us down and we're going to come up and beat it you know, in the end. So, and remain unconquered, you know, that that's, that's the idea. And I think the timing is right. Right on, right on. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, so much to unpack. It's kind of weird in a way. I've, I've, I've noted this a few times that uh, it's like all the death metal lyrics in history came true in 2020. <laughs> like, it's, it's true, yeah. And, and this is, uh, I, I, I laugh about it with some of my other colleagues in the, in the metal scene. And um, we, we talk about a lot of stuff, like all the bands going into complete panic mode. But then their lyrics are all about doomsday, all about, you know, plagues and destruction and all this stuff and, and it's like it happens and everybody's like ah! you know it's like yeah yeah I, I you know i laugh a little bit about that because you know it's kind of like you write something well then when it happens it, you know you should be proud that it's happening so it's like you know in, in a way you know it, it's it's hard to explain but i think you get my drift and uh you know so you know you you, you i'm i'm always been a guy that you know if i talk to talk i walk to walk and 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 to me, this is important right now. You know, this is an important time because I'm releasing an album in a time, in a moment where people will remember it because it got them through some incredibly crazy times. And I think that's more important than selling a few more records and releasing it next year. Right on. And you and who knows, I think, you know, despite the economy and despite obviously a lot of civil unrest and a lot of uncertainty, I am seeing a lot of strong sales. I am seeing a lot of bands pushing their bundles. I'm seeing a lot of live stream ticket sales, you know. Um, so I'm seeing a lot like, you know, the fans are still very passionate and wherever they can support, they are, which is, you know, encouraging. Absolutely. And we've, we've had an enormous outpour of support. I, I have to say that it's, it's times like these, you see where the fans are, you know, and if they're really there for you, you know, and, and we've, we've had, you know, that's our only, you know, kind of income as far as, you know, the band's concerned. And we all do other things on the side and stuff, you know, like just a producer and I'm, I, I manage a bunch of bands and we do, we do different things, but, um, as far as the band's concerned, that's the only income you can do. You know, you can't tour, you can't do anything, you know, and royalties are okay, but they're not that big, you know, so it's, you know, how it is, you know, it's all one-sided on that level. So basically it's, it's, um, uh, an interesting time. Let's put it that way. Interesting, uh, position to be in, but great to see the fans come together. That's for sure. 
Indeed. And then you will reward them with this album because it is fierce, man. Uh, I like that it's kind of a little bit more. Um, I, I tend to gravitate to, you know, as much as I love like tech death and stuff like that. And that's in your roots. I love the groovy stuff. So, right. as, you know, like when a uh, few bands really have a really great sense of groove, because I think just the technicality of the genre, especially guitar players who write a lot, you know, of stuff, it's, you know, let's get complicated and fast as possible. But I like sometimes when the music takes a break and you have a lot of group like kill shot and way back home and defiant yeah. icarus falling these are tracks with like powerful ass grooves you know yeah yeah absolutely and i mean that's that's been a signature cataclysm since a long time i would say even from the beginning beginning of the band you know although in the beginning let's like, say you know in the early 90s uh mid 90s I should, I should say the band was way more extreme you know it was was more chaotic and stuff like that you know it was kind of like more of a raw version of what we are now but um we i think we've crafted our our art in a way that we're able to mix both worlds and make it listenable you know it's not like you're, you're listening to cataclysm and you gotta throw yourself out the window because it's too fucking crazy you know you're you're, you're listening to it and you kind of get this sense that you know you there's something crazy that's about to come that's gonna be a slam riff or something that's gonna come that it's gonna be heavy and i think we've 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 honed our craft as far as that's concerned you know for writing and that you know over all these years that's what we prefer cataclysm you know i love I love the blast beats. I mean, it, you know, we've always had that, but I do prefer the big grooves that like are pounding and that you can, you know, bop your head to. And then that's, to me, that's, you know, you head bang to that stuff. And that's, that's what I like, you know? Right. And in a way, like the old school death metal of the eighties, the grooves open things up for the vocals a lot, right? Yes. Let's you do yes. more vari a variety of things, not just, you know, the typical. So that's, you know, that's, I think like, that's the thing that maybe is missing from a little modern death metal that modern death metal can learn from the past and bring it into the now. Right. I, I think that, you know, in a lot of the, let's say more the deathcore bands that are now and like, you know, because they call it deathcore, but to me it's, it's death metal, but in a new generation, you know, it's just different. And they just upgraded a few things and we've learned some things too. I mean, we went from a five string, from a six string guitar to, to seven string guitar on this state on this album and from a four string bass to five. Like, so it amplified a meat and get a big more meteor guitar sound but much bigger than what we've had in the past which we we used to our advantage on this album but you know even you know when you're doing vocals every band wants to have in death metal wants to be heavier than the other one right and at some points doesn't become audible anymore like i opted to like just make it so that it's it's you can enunciate and you can hear the lyrics and at the same time it's super aggressive you know and mid-ranged and it's in a place where it complements the music better so i did what i think i thought was the best way to complement the music with my vocals because it's very rhythmic in death metal it's not like it's you know there's melody as far as vocals concerned you're, you're screaming so it's basically you have to have a rhythm to it in a sense of, 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 of uh, level that makes it cool and flowable, you know. So I, I've worked hard on that end on this album, especially on this one and, and last few records, but this one is specifically with the, with the boys. And um, so basically that's uh, that's what we did. And uh, I agree with you 100 percent. You know, it's not all about extremity. Let's put it that way. Word. Um, let's talk about the kill shot video because uh, it's really cool. You guys get a chance to kind of tell a narrative story about the lyrics with the video. And uh, what a great opening track for the album. And what a really cool video is the first thing to kind of represent the album to everybody. 
yes awesome and, and uh, we, we you know we, we felt it was the right track uh, even when we spoke with the record label and, and our inner circle and people and they were like you know this is the song you know do you want to come out the gate with and uh, we knew it when we did it it's just because it's such a, a varied song as well as far as like you know the groove the blast beats and mid pace everything's there you know so and, and it has a cool you know beginning that makes you think so we have a lot of a lot of this um a song was was meant to be as a as a you know your first knockout you know and then we're going to build from here you know there's going to be i think the next single is going to be underneath the scars that's coming out in in august so we're we're, we're working towards um you know building like the record because the record is it's it's very flows it flows easily you know from the beginning to the end it has a nice natural flow to it um, but not all the songs are, are the same so you know you have songs that are very heavy slow but like really like you know like a tanks coming through like the way back home for example so yeah, it's, it, yeah. it, it, it just, just has a different flow to the whole record you know yeah the way back home is a journey and i love that's definitely my favorite track so far uh, awesome, awesome. on a few listens through and uh it's yeah like a sync as well so oh we're, awesome we're working all the angles on this record you know so it's oh. cool to see yeah yeah of course and uh again it's one of those things as you become a more veteran band you become you know you don't you're not bound to anything you can try and do anything nothing is you know out of bounds exactly you know and that's a cool thing about uh, a band like cataclysm that was able to break out of the extreme only club you know like it's it's in the beginning when you're when you start this stuff and and you're labeled a certain way and you kind of venture out a little bit that's when you get into trouble you know in some bands you know they they, they kind of get pummeled over it you know you know, like suicide silence tried to do on one of the records which i didn't think was too bad of a record and but they get slammed because they tried something way too you know off their what they're used to doing you know what i mean and uh but you know then you got bands like white chapel that are starting to put clean vocals in their music but it, it serves them well and what they doing so it's so you know everybody's got to experiment you know i think that's what makes us this this music style so cool you know Right. It's interesting that you mentioned that because, uh, yeah, I thought that too. I was like, oh man, Whitechapel's fans will not dig this, but it was a huge success. And uh, actually, you know, even among my our staff here at Ghost Cult, we have a lot of writers and people were surprising me with how much they loved it. And I didn't dislike it, but I was like, oh yeah. Or same at Lamb of God also, like to be a huge band and take a, like, a risk is also right. good for the band. It's good for you to just, you know, do something different. You can't do the same stuff for 25, 30 years. It's going to bore you let alone exactly. you know exactly and then you get the whole sort of criticism of you're not changing right it's right. always the same shit over and over and then you get that thing so it's like you know you gotta navigate it carefully and and just also listen to the fans you don't want to you know piss off the fans either i mean they've been supporting you for you know all these years i don't agree with bands that say you know i only write the music for me i don't write it for everybody else well then if you're going to do that just play in your garage and just play for yourself you don't release records worldwide for just because you're doing it for you you're also doing it for your fan base you know so you have to kind of keep that in consideration because you do have uh, a certain signature out there that you want to respect you know so uh, so that's that's the way I, at least that's the way i view it you know right on and speaking of signature because you're awesome at helping me out with my segues let's talk about okay. the uh the heart beast iconography yeah. on the album cover right that's blake armstrong is back on the artwork and uh that image just popped up you know for over 15 years on different albums and it's definitely a standout and this 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 covers uh 
it's not just an actual beast. It is a beast. It's very, you know, like I said, the music is fearsome and even the imagery on the album is fearsome too. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we this this has been the Cataclysm mascot in the past, as you know, and uh, on Heaven's Venom, I believe, is the, is the record that we kill him off. And then we, we spent the last 10 years uh, experimenting different artworks, different ideas related to the music and everything. And um, but, you know, it, came, it comes to a time where, you know, we're 10 years in since he was last seen and it's almost the band's 30th anniversary album's called Unconquered. It just made sense to bring him back. So that's why he's coming back of his grave and it's like breaking everything. And the beast of cataclysm, there's a fire happening right now with us. And um, it's it's this energy, this built-in energy that's coming out. And we felt it was the right time to resuscitate him and not do him in a typical um, cartoonish way, but do him more almost like a comic book, like a little bit more real like a 3d version of him you know and that, that's why we needed a guy like blake armstrong to bring him back to life because he does a great job with that you know word very few bands can pull off either an awesome catchphrase or a, or a real good mascot so you guys have done it awesome thanks <laughs> um i just have a few more questions for you man i want to give you back your time on your your busy press days but um you know i really i appreciate this bundle you guys have rolled out or this series of bundles you guys rolled out and of course the label you know let's give props to nuclear blast always you guys re-upped with them they do a wonderful job but i love these really unconventional things like a stress ball and a burlap bag and things like that that are just like really cool and unusual and clever different right yeah. so yeah and, and we we spoke about this with nuclear blast and you know since this thing hit they've been very supportive you know you know I, cataclysm and meshuga are the two oldest bands signed to the label like i mean we we signed with them in the early 90s both of us and we're still together you know like we're, we're going on to, i think 25 years signed together you know when i first signed to nuclear blast that label you know was being ran out of a, the owner's basement so you know it's a long time ago and uh so we've we've come together and now this this is a hard time for Cataclysm and many bands on the label and they've come through by letting us do our own bundles, letting us, you know, do our own thing uh, and having our own designs as well. And like the T-shirt, you know, having our own version and stuff like that to sell to fans and the fans have been super supportive. So it's been great on that level. And uh, yeah, the stress ball is awesome. That was uh, my, my A&R's uh, idea to do that. And it was a really cool idea, you know, to, to do that, especially these days. And, uh, you know, we, we sell hot sauce also you know like cataclysm on our website have uh, three different hot sauce that we sell and those do really well and and they're super high quality and and people have liked this idea of bringing different things to the table you know so it's been cool awesome i'm a major hot sauce fan so i'm gonna check those out i haven't had a chance to yet we usually have like a big hot sauce expo here in new york city so uh okay. when, maybe next year when it gets at, it actually gets to happen uh maybe, maybe you'll get they to come are, through they are really good and made in carolina so you get the real deal and uh like we actually have input on the recipes and stuff so we got one that's really crazy hot like uh, it's like a uh, like a, a ghost pepper sauce that's really heavy like a million scoville that's like a crazy one and then we have um one that's a garlic habanero one and then we got one that's like a scotch one like a um, mango type more sweet kind of tangy so we have three different ones and we're planning on releasing one for unconquered as well oh sick so you've, you've we've always been doing record 
Yeah, yeah, every record we're releasing a new one. That's awesome. You've always impressed me being very entrepreneurial and, you know, obviously your other projects and bands and, and you know, just kind of having your hand in other businesses, which is smart because look at the world right now. The world is upside yeah, yeah. down. It is a tough thing and I appreciate the, the compliment. Thank you. And I think I'm just a workaholic and I can't just stand still, do nothing. So for me right now, it's a bit tough, but, um, you know, but I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I try to help also, you know, I have a management company and uh, I just fell into it. Basically, I was on tour with some bands and I saw them do things that I thought were wrong and, and or just like, you know, they needed help. And uh, I just started doing that just out of trying to help bands, you know, and now we have a pretty successful management company as well, you know, but we're kind of helping everybody else as well during this hard time. So doing our best. Badass. Uh, I'm going to end this interview with a funny story. Uh, I think I told this to you in person once before. Me and a bunch of friends of mine, I'm from New York City and I live here again now, but I lived in Boston for a long time. And I once drove with my friends 11 hours to Trois Revere to see Cataclysm. <laughs> and uh, it, it was Cataclysm, Crisian, and Voivod. At, oh, well, at uh, the yeah. Trois Revere Metal Fest, right? So I'm yes, that's like over ten, uh, yeah. like maybe 15 years ago, maybe a little less. Um, yeah. And you guys just slayed, and I think you were the middle band between all those bands, like next to last. And uh, yeah. you know, it was your room because you literally is a you know kind of a local show to the history of the band. Close, close, close enough. A few hours. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it was just an amazing feeling. And even back then, I was like, man, this band has been around at the time, 20 year, 20 something years or almost 20 years. And I was like, you guys played stuff from your whole catalog. And it was like, you know, the whole the whole room was there for you guys, basically on top of obviously Voivod, too. But, uh, you know, heroes, man, it was a hero's welcome for sure. Awesome, man. Thank you. Okay. It's cool that you were there. I mean, it's like uh, it's a pretty long drive to go see the show. And, you know, it's really underground show, too. And then they, they were able to build that festival pretty well. And, uh, yeah, we just miss it all, man. We hope to get back to it, you know, as soon as we can. You know, maybe we'll see each other again soon in a concert. Of course, brother. I, I hope that this time finds you guys, you know, healthy and well. And nobody, you know, none of your family or friends have been sick or will be sick. Who knows with this thing? But uh, take care of yourself. Yeah. Good luck with this record. I think it's killer. And, it's always a pleasure to hang out and chat with you about stuff. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. And I want to thank you for taking the time to do this and being the voice out there for, for us and all the bands that you're doing because we all that's all we have right now. It's all you guys doing the, the, the job and keeping this stuff alive. Thank you. My pleasure, man. We'll talk soon. All right. Cheers. Take care. Bye. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.